Yes, well, it's quarter to two. You're with SFM 104 to 107. Don't forget uh, our SMS number 41391. Our WhatsApp number 0614104107. We love to hear your voice. We love to know where you're calling from. And we love the fact that you are calling from all around the country as well. So thank you so much for that. It really is wonderful. So we need to give kids the opportunity to create something that can change the world. What is that opportunity? Robotics and coding. On the line is Sandy Dibikwane from Robotics for Kids Academy. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. So what is Robotics for Kids Academy? Robotics for Kids Academy offers robotics training to kids between the ages of 7 and 18. Um, We teach them how to code, design, and make their own robots. And we also work with schools nationwide to provide robotics as an extra curriculum. So how do people get involved in it? Where do they go to if they want to get their kids involved? What age do those kids have to be as well? Well, it's between the ages of 7 and 18, and they can visit our website, uh, www.roboticsforkids, kids with a Z, .co.za. And that's where they can find information in terms of how to register their kids. We, you know, we visit each and every province to train the kids. So we are definitely available nationwide. And if there are schools that like to partner with us nationwide, we do that as well. Sandy, is this not something that uh, children should be learning at schools? And uh, maybe some schools do offer it. But I imagine that a large number of public schools don't offer something like coding for young children? Yes, yes. Uh, there's a large number. I mean, we're getting, we're working a lot with private schools and we find that a lot of uh, public schools do not offer it yet, which is, you know, which is, which is a shame because, I mean, this is a very important, you know. Um, robotics is the future for kids because it allows, um, it encourages curiosity and creativity. So, you know, we really do encourage for public schools to, to have it as an extra curriculum. And would you be able to set something like that up? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and we very, um, I mean, that's something that we're very passionate about. I mean, we want, we want that, especially in schools, especially in public schools. We want that really, really uh, badly because we want those kids to be, you know, to be stimulated. So um, we'd definitely be able to set that up. Sandy, let's talk about uh, how you teach and what some of the children are learning as they move along. Okay, so we teach them how to code. Um, You know, we we teach them coding. Um, We teach them how to design the robots and uh, what's involved in designing the robots and how to make their own robots. Because kids, you know, they have, uh, they're very imaginative. You know, they want to create something that they dream about. So we, we, we let them do that, you know, so we provide the tools, we provide the resources, and we tell them how to, we teach them how to do it. So, and, and, and they're very excited. I mean, every time when they walk out of those classes, wow, they, they, they just, they're just amazed. Let's be frank, not all children would be able to afford or have the opportunity to go to an academy of this nature. And I'm sure there are many parents that are listening to this who may, uh, A, not have the time because they have to work, who, B, may be in very, very rural areas where they would not have access, uh, and access is a huge thing. What kind of advice would you be able to give to those parents? Um, I 
would say, look, we are embarking on a huge, on a nationwide journey to to reach uh, even the most rural areas. Uh, currently, we are targeting the townships. We do uh, current. We are. Um, we will be providing training in Soweto. We will be providing training uh, in Tembisa and other townships, and we're making them very affordable. Um, so, you know, we we are making sure that, you know, we want to reach each and every kid, especially those kids who are passionate about science, technology, mathematics and engineering. So we are definitely on a huge journey to educate kids, even in the most rural parts of the, of the country. I do remember there was a project, and I can't remember what it was called. It might have been Code for Life or something, where they used knitting to explain how coding worked because the pearl, I don't know how knitting works, pearl one, pearl whatever it is, took you to the 0101 process. You think there are ways to do it that you can do it without actually having to uh, work with technology? Um, look, uh, the, uh, technology is, I, I wouldn't say there is another way. Technology is, you know, uh, the main sector. We have to we have to use technology. Um, I mean, for those that we can't, I mean, most of the, the kids in the rural areas, the problem would be the internet. So, you know, we thought about having like Zoom meetings and, you know, teams meetings, but it's not going to work. We have to be there physically and, um, you know, to train them. So technology is at the forefront. Um, the main problem is obviously the internet in the most rural uh, uh, areas of the country, but we are, we, are working, uh, we are working on making sure that, you know, we provide uh, this uh, um, curriculum to those kids as well because it's very key. Sandy Dibakwani from Robotics for Kids Academy. And uh, if you want to find out more about it, just go look up Robotics for Kids Academy. Four is the numeral, not the word. And uh, check it out. I'm certainly interested in how people are able to teach things like robotics if we don't have access to Wi-Fi, if we don't have access to the Internet. What are the different ways that one could do that uh, in terms of technology as well? It's time for us to go to a break. And when we come back, of 